No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. This episode of the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast is brought to you by the Mech Tech Store. Hats, shirts, and more for mech fans everywhere. www.mechtech.net forward slash forums forward slash store for more details. Also brought to you by the Sunder Junkie Sunder 2 Mission Play Server in Mech Warrior 4 Mercs. www.sunderjunkies.com for more information. Hey, Mech Jock. Are you training for MWO? Are you looking for something more than that same old team battle all the time? If so, then check out the Sunder 2 Mission Play Server on MechMatch. But hang on tight, big boy, because you'll be going up against the most experienced pilots around. Give it a try. You won't regret it. Brought to you by the Sunder Junkies and the MechTech MechWarrior 4 Mercs 3.1 free release. Tell them Nano sent you. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare Podcast number 28. My name is Phil, and I'll be your host. It is May 9th, 2012, and my shout-out is going to go to Rudy, a.k.a. Short Painter, for his work on uh, basically on the MWO forums. If you haven't seen it, check out his charter thread in the art section, and we've got a community spotlight coming your way it's very, very soon. So, Darren, what about you? Excellent. Looking forward to uh, seeing that. This is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil. My shout-outs tonight go to Brandon. He's unable to be with us tonight, but he still came in this morning and uh, did all his work, so I just want to give him a quick shout-out, and also, of course, uh, international listeners. Awesome. And uh, Greg, welcome. And uh, you're having some technical technical difficulties, right? Yes. uh, I spent about 18 hours troubleshooting problems with my computer. It was a, a mess. Who do you? So who's I'm your shout give out? my shout out to Aridus Ganell and the crew over at TacticalEntertainment.tv. Great bunch of podcasts over there. Uh, go check them out. Cool, cool, awesome. And again, I'd just like to thank all of our new listeners. Um, we're growing daily. It's insane to hear Darren talk about how many views our website's getting and uh, unique and all that fun stuff. So, really appreciate it. The community, uh, you guys are awesome and. Uh, Yeah, so let's kick this off, Darren. And now for the news. If you would like to get a unit sponsorship or recruitment ad, go ahead and go to our website, nogutsnogalaxy.net. Send me an email. Um, Well, first, of course, make a donation, uh, any amount, uh, as low as a dollar and up to whatever you can afford. Uh, Then send me an email or you can do a note through uh, PayPal. Let me know what you want me to say for your unit and we will get that in there. 
Um, also a reminder that if you have a unit practicing or not, um, if you're in MWLL or MW4, or just kind of getting together and getting ready for the upcoming MWO, you can reserve your spot on our outreach team speak. Just jump in anytime, talk to Phil, Alex, or myself, and uh, we'll get you all set up. You can have your own channels. You can uh, change things around, customize it to whatever works for you, and it's free team speak. I'd also like to point out you should be free to give us donations you can't afford to. We will accept tons of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's something wrong. I, I think I mentioned last hour of the show before uh, our hosting company was doing a server migration. Um, it's kind of messed up certain aspects of my stats, uh, being able to see basically who our international listeners are. So that is not going to be in this episode, hopefully next time. Um, we have no community spotlight today. If you would like to uh, point out something that maybe you're working on or you know somebody else is doing or just something you've seen on the forums or... Uh, YouTube or whatever, send a community spotlight submission to spotlight at nogutsnogalaxy.net and we'll get it in here. And finally, funding for this podcast is brought to you by you. This is a listener-supported podcast and your donations keep us on the air and pay for such things as hosting TeamSpeak 3, equipment, software prizes, and of course our current project with Shimmering Sword uh, doing his custom limited edition series of images including the Warhammer that we showed you last week and uh, a little touch-up to his Marauder and, and also the Rifleman and Archer. So that is coming soon. Phil? Yeah, and I would say on that last part, too, uh, the the T-shirts, now that we got it, we're already looking at uh, pulling the trigger. So expect all that fun stuff up on the website soon and uh, limited edition. I'll be rocking one and taking pictures, and that will be really cool. Pictures opinion. or it didn't happen. All right, guys, we're going to be moving on. And uh, tonight, again, we've got a recurring special. I, I think. Well, we're calling it uh, George Ledoux Part Due. This is his oh. return since he was cut off short last time. Part do, so yeah. Just hello, George. Name. George, welcome back, bud. How are you? Part do, seriously? <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, went there. You know, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> like we mentioned last time, we don't have writers. Okay, so let's just go on here. Let's just say, oh, it's George Ledoo-do. Uh huh. <laughs> go ahead. Some sometimes you just gotta drop a deuce, and sometimes it's a do, you know. But no, welcome back, George. We had a blast, and actually, our our community, uh, <laughs> I think, said last week's was probably the best uh, podcast they've heard. So I, would I don't know. Say if, that. I don't know if that's because George was on, or because uh, we got shut down for a while, and they needed that break. Well, I don't know. I, I think it was a combination. Darren stole of these my two line. Things. Well, it was. Two <laughs> Sorry, it was. Less Darren and more do. So no, 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 no. We need. That's more the right Darren. combination. Darren is the is the voice of reason here. Is that what it is? The old age of reason, wisdom, and channel. But it was. I had had a few questions uh, for you, George. That we didn't. We we thought about, and we just wanted to sort of throw out there. Um, oh, I I can't wait, Phil. For MechWarrior Four and some of the other jobs you've done, um, what was sort of the process? doing that and did you like do ad lib were you able to do your own little funny things on the side and the, do they take them i mean how did the whole mech 4 and the recording if, if you can recall okay <laughs> basically so it's not a one word answer you're asking no anymore. basically what we're looking for is just the experience of doing uh the mech warrior 4 project and um you know just a quick 
overview of what that process was like and if you got to ad lib and if you knew particularly what I wanted to know is if you knew then that the lines you were recording were as funny as basically the community has uh, embraced them to be okay uh, well let's 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 just back up a half a half break a it down then break it down uh, someone's gonna put music in there I'm guessing okay oh yeah uh, so it started with the with the the expansion that they did that was the uh, Black Knight yes Mm-hmm. The, the Legionnaires. It started with that, and because I had done mostly fantasy uh, type game voiceover stuff before, so they were always using me for you know crazy, weird monster voices and and uh, things like that. But once we did that, they were like, "Oh well, we can use this George Leduc schmo for almost anything." So that's they sort of put me in their their voiceover actor stable. So anyway, when um, we got around to doing Mech Warrior Four. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna have you come in. Now that I never would see a script before the day I walked in the in the place, and so I didn't know what they were gonna have me do. So I walk in there, and they're like, okay, so what we're gonna be doing is it's like this uh, uh, sporting event. I'm like, okay, and you're gonna be the sportscaster. I'm like, okay. I wish I had known about this. <laughs> I'm like thinking, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna sound like. Uh, but basically, I started to see, you know, the script, and it was the real basic stuff at that point. I um, mean, it was like, you know, welcome to Solaris, and, you know, you're you're listening to Duncan Fisher. You know, it was really basic lines because they were still building the game. How did you? Thing. Sorry to interrupt. How did you find no, Duncan Fisher? How did you find that voice? Oh, it, okay. Well, at first, I had no clue what I wanted to do because, I, I, like I said, I had no. No prep, no no warning that I can remember. Um, so it was basically I was trying to think of sportscasters that I had heard. And the first one that came to, to my mind, being the old guy, as we've established already, being the old guy <laughs> that I am, uh, was Keith Jackson. And, you know, it used to be ABC back then. That's what we had. So I was like, hello, everybody. This is Keith Jackson. I talk like this. You know, it's like 16-year-old Kimberly Key. Huntington Beach, California. I mean, all of that. So it was, like, it was a great, it was a great patter that he had. But I didn't want to do it like that exactly because if you do voiceovers, you you learn don't do perfect impressions if you can help it because then you get in trouble and they can't use it. So it was like, okay, I did that, and I had just I think seen the airplane movies or something. One of those that had Robert Stack, the actor Robert Stack. Nice, and you know. Oh, yeah. He talks like this all the time. It's always so verbose. And he talk, blah, 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 blah. So I just combined those two. So you ended up with, you know, Hello, everybody. This is Duncan Fisher. Coming to you live from Solaris 7. And that's it. And, uh, and once that voice came out, the game designer, uh, Ferret Bodwin, he goes, That's it. That's the voice. That's perfect. And he just was, like, crapping himself. <laughs> and the legend was born. He's like, oh, so you I nailed it on the first run, more or less. Sort of. I mean, you know, like I said, it, I, I'm making it a short version here, guys. But when, you, when you know, you're in the booth and they're like, okay, read some lines, come up with some stuff. It, you know, it basically went like that. It's like, well, let's just keep checks. And I did it like that. And then I did it as the other guy. And then mix, mix them up. It's it's one of those things you just learn how to do if you're doing voiceover stuff. You have to be really good at improvising quickly sometimes. And just thinking on your feet, especially if you do like character voice stuff, which is what I specialize in. So, yeah, as, I was going to mention, of, of course, you're best known for uh, Duncan Fisher in the Battletech universe, but you did quite a few other voices in um, Mech 4, right? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, some of them I was happy with, and some of them at that point in the recording process, they're like, I'm thinking, man, that voice sucked. And, and they're going, oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> because they were just looking to to fill up these these roles because they knew how fast I worked and everything else. And they, it was like, okay, we don't need, you know, to get Academy Award you know, level stuff here. We just need to have every voice sound different. So, you know, some of them I thought came out pretty good, and some of them are like, dude, seriously? You want to use that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, we're glad I they know. did. So I'm glad you like it. <laughs> are you working on anything else? I mean, at the time that you can, I mean, obviously you might be under NDA, so you can't talk about it, but is there anything that you can talk about? You're talking about for MechWarrior related things? No. Or anything. Just, Just current projects. I'm always working on something, um, one way or another. Because otherwise, I'd lose my house. <laughs> Basically, uh, game stuff. The newest stuff I did was for an iPhone game. Um, that was it's called Defender Chronicles. It's like a tower defense game, and I do a bunch of stuff in there. But it, it's funny because in that one, the Defend, Defender Chronicles, I'm actually the voiceover producer director because I do that as well. You know, so I I go out and get other actors, and then I tell them how to to do the voices you know so that that's all oh, right on i like that awesome cool man. cool and so that that that's cool um because it's it's like any you know annoying hollywood actors like oh i really want to direct well you know <laughs> it's fun to direct that's why people want to do it and you know you're not you're not having to act as much <laughs> sometimes a pain in the ass yeah behind the camera or i guess behind the microphone it can uh, can be a little fun too Right, oh, and right. because you're you're behind the scenes, nobody knows <laughs> it's you. <laughs> so, so you can't take the blame when somebody goes, "This game sucks." <laughs> Which, you know, you know. So if if something is great, you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm really proud of that. I did that." And if something sucks, then you're like, "I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who any, who those people are. They just sound like a bunch of morons." You know, you just well, get away with that. We will continue uh, to check you out and the projects you're working on. We'll uh, check out your website website georgeledoux.com that's l-e-d-o-u-x dot com so uh george as last time you're welcome to hang with us and comment on anything you feel like commenting on can i just throw out a quick little thing in here uh for my stuff basically um if you really want to follow what i'm doing as terribly exciting as my life can be um you can i do a lot of stuff on facebook because that's the simplest thing for me to use i know a lot of people don't like facebook I totally get that, but I update that so much more than my website, mostly because it's much easier. <laughs> I don't have to learn HTML code. Completely um, understood. Yeah. Um, we have fi- almost 500 uh, people that, that uh, follow us on Facebook, so let's see uh, as many of you, you as possible. Well, thank you very much. We yeah, follow he, you as well. He's, he's on our, our forum. He, well, he's on our website. He's on Facebook. All right, so everybody that is uh, a follower of our NGNG Facebook account, please like George Ledoux, and we can follow what I'm sure will be his amazing work to come in the future. It's facebook.com slash George Ledoux voiceovers. Thank you for clarifying that. I appreciate it. Yeah, it is. I'd I'd rather people jump on my uh, public page uh, as opposed to my personal page. So thank you. Turns out there's quite a few George Ledoux. Something actually Clones. The number one Breaking result internet. is a Mr. George Ledoux from Louisiana, and he is decidedly not a voice actor. 
All right, guys, we've got to be moving on to Book the Month discussion. As we mentioned last week, Sword and the Dagger uh, will be May 30th. And uh, get caught up, buy it, or you know, read it uh, electronically or in the book. Um, I actually thought this was a unique novel just for the fact that it sort of tells the, the backstory to Hans, uh, Victor's father, and the whole... What, what is the specific word? It's It's like a... It's a clone, or not a clone, but they basically tried to replace the uh, um, Hans. A double. Yeah, it was a double. Yeah, doppelganger. That's what it was. Doppelganger. And, uh, that's that's the word. And it was actually, I thought it was really unique. And the author only did this novel, and his perspective, like I said, was unique. So go ahead, give it a read, and uh, we'll talk about that at that day. Quite and, a well-known moment in time of the uh, Battletech history. Yeah, and a lot of people never read the book, and so they don't know. So give it a give it a good read. All right, guys, we're moving on to Mech of the Week. It's not just filler; it's all killer. And now this week's Mech of the Week. We got the Highlander HGN seven three two assault mech, ninety Big tons boy. for KPH and. On top of that shit, jump jets. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what is what's not to love about the Highlander? This is one of my favorite assaults. I was never really into assaults generally, but it was just so badass. And I didn't want to like the Atlas because everybody liked the Atlas. So I you see, went with the Highlander. The the Highlander is proof that um, I judge books by their cover. Uh, I've always just hated the artwork so much that it. I just never wanted to play this mech, even though I know it's a great mech. Well, I think the biggest turnoff and bonus for the mech is the the, the Highlander is always, of course, known for its roots, the Northwind Highlanders, and you know their special units and all that. But then on top of that, it has a unique look and atrocious atrocious leg set. And I think that's what the biggest thing with me was. It was just like from waist up. I don't know. I guess it's sort of like a pretty girl or fat chick. I don't know. You know, it looked horrible and. I'm actually looking forward to seeing someone's, um, you know, FDs. FD, if you're listening, you need to make sure this goes into MWO. Actually, MechWarrior 4 had a good, um, I liked Mech4's version. It uh, redid, uh, you know, the artwork, put it in sort of that Mech4 style, and I liked it there. But yep. some, uh, That's some the, in- basically the, the best version of it, but uh, yeah, you want to tell us what its armament is? Yeah, we've got two medium lasers, an SRM-6, an LRM-20 and a Gauss rifle. Now, there's obviously there's different variants and whatnot, but the biggest thing with this is is you can't hide from it. Um, it's pretty much long to short range going from there. So, I mean, you've got the Gauss rifle, which we played with this actually uh, not too long ago, Darren, in our uh, Mega Mech match. Yes, and, we did. Uh, so it was actually in an urban environment, and we weren't able... It was able to basically reach out and touch, closing in on us, and... I remember it put Alex on his face. Remember that? Alex uh, Alex is always on his face. It, you know, his hunchback basically got blown Gosh. to shit. <laughs> and uh, anyways, Gauss rifle, um, and then the medium lasers, it works its way into LRMs, and then, then the SRM-6. Uh, there's really no hiding from this thing. You've pretty much got to gang up on it like we did at the end of the battle to take it out. And if you don't, and if it has a skilled pilot with a few of the uh, pilot skills, it's going to hit consistently very very hard with that gauss rifle and it just hurts so 
A little more info, uh, it's one of the most well-known Star League Defense Force assault mechs. It entered service in 2592. It's primarily used for defensive missions, uh, and it's very effective in urban environments. It's also known for the Highlander Burial, and it's uh, which was basically a DFA. Yeah, and it's very suited for an urban environment per se, just because it's maneuverability and it isn't very fast. But on the flip side, most of its weaponry, like I said, is medium to long range. So, if Jill, it's hiding in the city, what, uh, Mr. Flying Debris could do to it. Check out the link in the studio. Ooh. Yeah, I, I like his take on it. Um, again, the legs have always bothered me, and, and the TRO are. And well, at least you can see he's sort of redone them, and it'd be it'd be a unique animation to see that thing uh, running around and whatnot. Couple well-known pilots, Rhonda Snord, who com- uh, commanded a. Uh, the Snord's Irregulars after her father Cranston Snord retired that is a fun name to say Um, and Davis McCall of the Grey Death Legion found the plans for the Highlander in the Helm Memory Corps and put every cent he could find into building a Highlander for himself to replace his rifleman which we just talked about pretty much in the the last book uh, of the Mm -hmm. discussion so that's actually where that came from it wasn't necessarily all the weapons cache and armament and mechs and all that fun stuff it was actually the the information that was the most important thing information is power just throwing that out there comstar who seems to still be controlling information sneaky bastards you are where is paul when you need him he isn't here is he negative that's a first he's usually always here hmm all right guys we're gonna be moving on to community questions and we've got uh a question from MBT 2011-88, and he says, So I know they haven't said anything more about the camouflage editor, but how would you guys like to see it work? First off, this sort of leads into our stuff we'll be talking about later, but visually from their mechs and the technology I know Cry 3 has, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some very, very cool abilities to skin mechs, um, for camouflage patterns, unit insignias, other miscellaneous uh, icons and whatnot. I have a feeling, and from their breakdown they gave, it'll be there'll be a lot of options to do stuff I don't think we've ever been able to. Because what, in uh, Mech 4, you chose a paint scheme and you chose a unit insignia and that's all you had. I mean, you didn't actually get to Shouldn't there like... be, like, big pink bows as an option, too? Yeah, I, I'm hoping that we get some non-camouflage options, like I would like to rainbow. have all black mechs or all white mechs or rainbow. party colors. Yeah, rainbow shoots just their a, butt. a mm-hmm. yeah, rainbows everywhere. Like Tie dye hippie mechs and it. I mean, if you want to stand out like a sore thumb, you want to make that your unit's thing or calling card. It should be your right. I want my <laughs> camo to be translucent. I want to be like Wonder Woman's jet. I mean, does everyone oh, remember the, the Pink Panther, the mercenary commander? <laughs> Ride the Panther, <laughs> painted it bright pink. Nice. Basically, the way I'd like to see this is as versatile as possible while remaining uh, user friendly. So easy to do, but as you know, if as much as they can put in here, the the better. Well, we already know. I mean, they've already shown us in that that one breakdown of the um, of the week was the simplicity. It looks like the one question I have is though, is how often. Are they going to be bringing out new skins for mechs? And 
is there going to be a big community push? And I think that's the biggest thing is, are they going to let the community members contribute to the content that comes out? Now, that may go through a screening process and all that fun stuff, which is cool, whatever. But uh, just the ability to put in your two cents and possibly be able to see it in game, you know, I think that would be really cool. Because look at all the content we have, um, you know, Ironhawk and, and Hayden and all the other. God, I, there's so many people doing the concept artwork. Why not? So uh, I guess that's my question, and maybe we can talk about that another time. Aren't there performance issues if everybody uh, has custom just, skins? and It really depends on how they program it, really. It may not yeah. even be an issue at all. So we, we shall see. We've got Hawk, and he says, Please ask George the Dew if he has ever been in the real Isle of Sky." Well, George? Um, I have been really damn close. <laughs> I got to where the bridge is, and that's as far as as we got. Um, yeah, went out went out to Great Britain a uh, f- few years back. Loved Scotland. Thought it was just so awesome, and uh, I want to go back there. But never got to see the real Isle of Skye, and I'm very disappointed. I like their scotch. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But unfortunately, that's as close as I ever got. Well, there you have it, Hawk. And so now we're going to do some live studio audience questions. Darren? Vincent, go ahead. Hey, guys. Um, I was actually wondering about, you guys had talked about some sort of No Guts, No Galaxy radio. Um, something, you know, that you guys, that was something you guys had been working on earlier on. We hadn't heard about it in a while. And I was kind of wondering what had happened to that, if there was any progress or movement there. Awesome. Good question. Um, actually, I can, I can head, take that on. Um, go for it. So basically, what happened a while ago, uh, I had seen a member of the community, his name is Steven, and he goes by Sedition, and he's actually a part of NGNG, but at the time I had seen him uh, post up uh, something about Hyperpulse Radio, and this is early on when we first started, and I really liked his idea, and one of the things was, uh, not only, I didn't just see radio, what I saw was an opportunity for us to do things in the future as far as radio, DJs, contest, and then the most important thing for me would be, and I think Darren, you'd agree, and we've talked about this, is news. Being able to uh, broadcast... Basically break live news. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're listening in the background or something, boom, you're in a battle, but there's other stuff going on maybe that's really important for your unit or your clan or your merc or whatever, and being able to basically bust in there and, you know, you know, do, 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 you know, that sort of uh, bring you live, you know, all that. And then we'll and, make sure to have you do the do, 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 do. <laughs> we should. Uh, but that's where we're at. And so as far as the progress, um, Stephen actually had some real life stum- stuff come up. But him and our programmer, Adam, are actually working in the background to make this um, to move forward, basically. And that's actually in, in the works right now. So Sedition, uh, a.k.a. Um, and our programmer are are working. So expect something in the not-too-distant future. Obviously, one thing you guys have to understand, too, is all this is on spare time, and my spare time is very, very limited. So, uh, you know, some of this stuff just will take time. But very, very good question. Can, yep. I, just jump, can I just jump in here quick? Um, that guy that, that's running Hyperpulse uh, Radio, and I, like I said earlier to you guys, I, was, I look at a lot of the forum posts, you know, just scan them all the time. I saw that thing, so I was like, oh, hell, I should send this guy some of the uh, 
old things that we had done for Mech Warrior Leagues, because as you may remember, I was a big part of those uh, things back then. So yeah, I was listening to his his uh, his uh, broadcast, you know, on a, on a player, and it was like, oh, this is pretty good stuff, you know. So I just I sent him uh, several commercials, um, but really haven't haven't had much communication with him. Um, he was all totally happy, but I. I'm glad to hear that he's associated with you guys. Uh, that, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, indeed. We, we snatched him up, and so just just stay tuned, and uh, I think we'll definitely have to. I'm sure that stuff you sent him will make its way into the show. It will happen. So, what's the next question we have, Darren? Yeah, thank you for your question, Vincent. And the next question goes to uh, Drakenveld. If you're there, you can go ahead and ask your question. Actually, I have two questions, one for goof purposes and one for actual actual interest. Which one should I ask? Goof first. Go for it. Goof. Uh, are you actually any good in a Mac, George? <laughs> At one time, Wait right? Wait a minute. How does this get to be a goof question? <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to be good if your team always wins, all right? <laughs> That's like, you know, that stupid joke I made the other thing. Oh, he doesn't have to be an athlete. He's a baseball player. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, man, I suck at, at a mix. I, I tried I tried uh, quite a bit. And, boy, the whole the whole thing where you could, you know, rotate the, to- the torso totally threw me off. Um, and Don't I'm such worry, a quitter. George. Such we'll, a we'll get you. We'll get you in races. We'll yeah, get you in no, if you want, because no, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be the target. <laughs> All right, Jake, I'm not going to be the target for your team, Phil. I'm sorry. Oh, no, there's George's in our team. Oh, everyone will it's beat practice. the shit out of him. All right. <laughs> All right, Drake. And what's your other question, bud? Uh, is there any news? Has anyone asked uh, George as to whether or not he will be in MechWarrior Online as a voice? Uh, well, you just asked. But no, um, no one associated with Piranha Games has. I'm, you know, I'm sure they know that you know a lot of people would would like to get me in there. But uh, you know, again, the game is set much earlier, um, and you know, th- they're so busy trying to get the game to work, which is so important. And you know, usually music and voice stuff tends to come at the very end of any kind of development project. So. Uh, you know that would be awesome. I would love to do. I some say more we stuff. make that part of the demands. Um, you can try. Yeah, we, <laughs> we're demanding fuzzy dice in our cockpit. We also demand George to be a voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Draken. Thank you for your question. Um, Firstly, I want a cup holder in a mech. If they want to use me, that's what I want. I want a cup holder because I definitely would need to drink heavily to play coffee. You know, obviously they need to build a foundation before they can bring the uh, the great George Ledoux in. He, he's not going to come in and, and do voiceovers for some half-assed game. Oh, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking. Hey, so he's like, he's like, do voiceovers for anything. I do, I do she make sure to direct money. those? Yeah, yeah that's right. Pays the bills, <laughs> yeah, I mean. right. Uh, we have got a, time got for a cardboard sign, guys, that I just hold when I'm standing on the street. You know, I'll do voiceovers for money. I'm not. I'm not proud. We have time for one more question from Magnificent Bastard, if you'd like to uh, ask your question real quick. Yeah, this um, this question's for George. Um, I was just wondering, um, I mean, to say that you're popular with the Battletech community is kind of an understatement. Uh, how did you find out about that, and, and was it a surprise? How did I find out that I was popular with the Battletech community? Is that what you're asking me? 
Yeah, like, like I mean, <laughs> you said that the, the devs liked your voice and, and whatnot for Duncan Fisher, but... I mean, I, I think the community has kind of latched on to it. It's kind of, it's very iconic. And um, like, did you find out years later, or, or well, you know? Let what? me let me tell you let me tell you a secret here, uh, sir. <laughs> when, <laughs> the the whole Duncan Fisher thing took on an entirely new life once um, I once they played me the bloopers, okay? And they actually played the bloopers for me at a Christmas party that they were having at the developers uh, studios and I have never laughed so hard I was sick I, I, my stomach hurt so bad the first time I heard those because they were playing it for a live audience of, of people that were at the studio and I said oh my god this is awesome you gotta you gotta release that and they're like oh no 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 Microsoft would kill us you know because no one ever really does that they don't save those kind of recordings but and so they were terrified of it for the longest time well I not sure how it happened, but somebody might have snuck those out onto the internet somewhere. George. I, I have no idea. Anyway, that made a whole different impression. So, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, and really, at that point, then I started getting emails, and you know, I wasn't really paying that much attention, because it was one game I had done out of dozens at that point in my life. Well, then I started getting emails out of blue from people I'd never heard of, and they're like, "Oh, we don't loved your stuff," and I'm like, "Oh, what? What's this? I'm getting fan mail. I'm okay, sure." <laughs> <laughs> so it was that it was that kind of thing. I just started looking into it, like, "Wow, they they like this guy." Um, I'll, I know and, I'm, I'm sucking up studio time. Let me make and this the bromance started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, to finish up quick, basically when they had a uh, like a public. Um, release of the the mech packs that they did back then they had one for intersphere and they had another one for clan they did it at a in a like a shopping mall uh, store and so they invited all these people that were involved in the community when they came down to play this thing live in this uh, arcade they started playing the blooper reel over the pa system of the place and so that made it even bigger because now everybody wanted to get a copy of this thing and it just snowballed completely. I mean, it just it took on a life of its own. And, you know, as much as the studio kept saying, we don't know where, what, where this came from, we have no idea, you know, they, they were like, this is so cool, people loved it, you know, because it was funny. <laughs> They're like, oops, our bad. Yeah, yeah. basically. All right. So All there right, you guys, go. Really... I hope that answered the question. I think it's, that's a good question. So... All right, MechWarrior Online. We had a okay to to say a lot. It would be more like a firestorm of shit come out this week. Okay, being at work, I was. Um, Is that like uh, after eating some tacos for you, Phil? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Shit, shit was good though. I mean, all right. Um, basically, the first thing that started popping up was one of our uh, our own ninja, um, Brandon Catchkel. Uh, started noticing things popping up. The first one was IGN MacLab breakdown video. Um, and this is actually sort of funny because the one thing I thought about was, uh, you know, stuttering and Paul. Yeah, same. And, anyways, to basically um, a ton of awesome. Uh, first off, first view of the MacLab. Uh, second, gives a breakdown of how every single aspect of the mech lab gets broke down the sell price for weapons repair individual parts um there was click to select the section to work on um green equipable 
there was, uh, I mean, more and more and more stuff. And the thing with it is, you need to watch it more than once to, to actually get all the information at once. There's, you have to buy ammo, you have to equip it. Uh, ammo actually takes up a slot. And actually, I saw someone uh, say to the effect of, oh, why the hell did he put the machine gun ammo on his arm? That's just stupid, blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? If the ammo goes off, it's not going to rip your mech apart because you stuck one ton of, you know, machine gun ammo in your torso for no reason. So, yeah, definitely worth watching several times to to take it all in. Good stuff. And and it caught me by surprise because I was at work, and uh, obviously with my new iPhone, I was able to uh, enjoy uh, the stuff coming in. But I didn't want to use up all my, you know. Uh, battery watching all the videos so i did have to wait until i got home so i was i was quite surprised i mean what was your guys initial take from the mac lab from the mech lab was it anything i mean was it was it you were expecting or lacking um greg uh i was pleased to see that ammo takes up a slot i think that was a uh, a little surprising but a welcome change no, otherwise i was pretty pleased i mean mech lab does what it's supposed to be doing, I think. Uh, can't find anything really wrong with it. Did you guys notice one thing? And I brought this up, and I was talking to our uh, guys earlier about this. I can understand when he switched out the AC-20 for the AC-5, the actual physical model uh, did not change. But when he put on a small laser on each arm, the actual physical geometry, there was no laser model added to represent. There was actually now two lasers on there. I would have thought, and maybe this is just because it's still early on, I would have thought that they would be able to spawn another um, laser module on there. I mean, it's 2012 and this happens, and I would even throw out there to put maybe a little bit of um, pressure on them. MWL does this. I mean, they have, they, they spawn their actual weapon models on that. So I was actually, and the reason I bring that MWL up is they're running on Cry 2. So I know Cry 2 can do it. Why can't Cry 3? So maybe it's just an early rendition of it, but uh, we went back and checked. So We shall see. Maybe it is just the, the, the day and time. Um, as far as my take on it all, it's pretty much what I expected. Um, you know, it's, it's nice to see it and see it all happening, and it's, and it's pretty uh, in-depth, which I appreciate. So, I mean, it was pretty much right on what I thought would, what we'd be seeing. Oh, and I guess uh, Coffee Nail just said, uh, they said it wasn't coded yet. I guess he was quoting people if someone asked about that. So I didn't read that. I don't have as much time as I used to be. Thank you, live studio audience, for reporting the news. In your face, Phil. That's what he just said. (laughs) Our next part was a IGN. Again, this was almost all IGN. Actually, it was all IGN. um, Article video. And basically, it breaks down and... It's a very good article, and it seemed to basically bring to the point that MWO is trying to change the current thoughts of first-person shooters, and as such, it's not your average first-person shooter, um, you know, mech game. It's an actual mech simulation. Um, first off, I enjoyed it. Um, you got to see a whole lot more of the uh, crosshairs, the you know, weapon convergence, and uh, you could clearly see that. You can miss, and it wasn't that hard. You'd be like, oh, I'll be able to do it all the time. There was, I mean, people were moving around trying to miss shots, not get hit, avoid, you know, do all this stuff. And that convergence quickly, you, you saw its limits and its uh, benefits. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, 
they stated that battles are won by destroying enemy team or taking over enemy bases, so obviously there's a few game modes right there. Um, and it's not always about the biggest mechs. And, uh, not at all. Uh, in this one part, I had, uh, you know, the Jenners going in and out, I mean, back and forth. I mean, the things were just run around collecting information, so that was another thing, and we'll talk about that in a second. But um, the first PPC shot... Oh yeah. Now, was that what you were expecting, Darren? Uh, no, I really didn't have expectations. So, no, that's not what I was expecting. You? Well, I was waiting. I was like, oh, I know this thing has two PPCs. It's looking right at the Atlas. The Atlas is firing an AC twenty. Shoot, damn it! And then all of a sudden, boom! You know, and you got all these sparkling little effects. I thought it was really cool. Uh, and then the catapult <laughs> ran off. <laughs> it looks badass. You know, like you're going to notice those in the battlefield. And uh, so that's good. Yeah, it was definitely, um, it caught you by surprise. Because you know, or at least I, we all knew it had it. But we were like, come on, shoot, shoot. Damn it, don't just shoot, shoot the damn PPC, not the laser. Horizontal PPC, the lightning. Yeah. I mean, um, of, all the, uh, of all the weapon effects, I think the PPC probably more than any other really calls out for spectacular artwork and it's, it's lightning and it's shooting out and the sparks yeah. are flying and it's a you an don't want to cerulean beam melting armor and shattering circuitry it's just so cinematic yeah you don't want to let you don't want that to be a letdown when somebody sees a ppc it's got to yeah. be impressive i immediately think back to the mech river 2 mercs ppc <laughs> the little blue ball that fired mm-hmm. Can, George, Fail. Can, yeah. George, really can, you, can you do a? Can you do an impression? Or just just do the blue balls of death. Come on, do it for me. <laughs> Sorry, you want me to do it <laughs> as Duncan Fisher? <laughs> okay, object. You don't have to do it. And oh, he just got hit with the blue balls of death. That's gotta hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> that makes my night. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, George. Appreciate that. Another cool thing when you're watching the video is weapon placement is actually that, really that, important. That'll be a dollar. <laughs> yeah, every every George, Duncan Fisher quote. Okay. We need every, your donations, every time, folks. Every time someone wants me to say something and I say it, they have to donate a dollar to No, Gus, no Galaxy. There you go. All right. Weapon placement obviously was really important. Now, it's always been important. But with weapon systems being in locations and not being in others, let's take the Hunchback, for example. You could go after its right torso and the weapons and maybe get a critical hit and take those out and move on to the center torso. Or do you go for the left torso, hopefully for a critical hit, maybe some ammo or no ammo, depending. It You you actually, uh, in the video, you saw one of the hunchbacks going for the right torso of one. And so that's actually uh, pretty important. It's always been important for gameplay. All mech aces and mech pilots that have been around for a while, you you notice because they'll just tear you a new asshole, and then you're left there limping around, and they just leave you. They're like, oh, you're not threat. Eh, see ya. Uh, shutdown was very apparent all over the place. Now, I probably attribute this more to how Paul pilots, because, huh, well, we all know how that works, right? He's a hothead. Yeah, and we, yes, that is a challenge there again, Paul. Whether I know I'll die, I'll be kidnapped and never seen again, because that's how our Comstar rolls, but, eh, you know. And then we've got screenshots. These were actually really cool. Um, Dragon was in-game. That's the first Dude, time we've seen it. 
that dragon, I, you know, I, I actually started to really like the dragon in Mech Warrior 4. Um, before that, I, w- I didn't really appreciate it. But man, this looks so good. I'm thinking dragon now. I want to see how it runs. You know, the, the gate of all the mechs we've seen, mm-hmm. sort of lumber. Like, they all have their unique, the hunchback, uh, you know, they're all unique. Um, I want to see how the dragon moves. And then um, something to notice in picture number one of the dragon, well, there's two of them. Um, but camo on the mechs plus the environment that they're at and if you're running passive it's going to make you hard as hell to see and that's one of the things to take out of that we've got uh, a set of four other IGN videos and uh, it basically breaks down light, medium, heavy and assault classes Um, light mechs, the one thing I'll take out of it and I think everyone should too is you're rewarded not just for the kills but for scouting, you actually make a difference as a scout. You don't have to do any, you know, killing. It's not for the last kill shot, and you gain experience. And I think that's another thing is that role warfare. They have to do it right, or else no one's going to pilot lights. There's, you know, no point, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's going to be a place for you, and I really like that. I agree. I mean, I think that's one of the um, key things about this game that needs to be you know, that needs to be there is the, the role play, the being able to be whatever mech you want and be effective. And it, all things are looking good for that. And it's going to be a hard to balance in, especially when they're adding new, uh, content, new mechs and stuff. And, uh, you know, but I have a feeling they'll do it and it's going to be fun. They've got the medium, yep. of course, the workhorses, you know, um, your preferred about- class. My medium inner sphere and then clans, it's usually medium heavy, yes, because the maneuverability. They talk about the swayback, um, and then obviously the hits from the AC-20. Uh, one thing I want to bring to your attention, and this would be more towards our, our, our live audience, um, is they already changed and listened to the community once about the ACs and how they weren't, you know, they were slow moving and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. And obviously they're listening and they're making changes. But um, one thing I want to bring to your attention for those in our live audience is through my experience in the Marines and being a tanker, um, firing a 120 millimeter shell, which is around the uh, millimeter supposedly in battle mechs as far as a... Uh, you know, heavy auto cannon up to 205 is this link right here. This is what a tank and multiple tanks like sound like when it's firing. So go check out that YouTube video really quick. And that's how quick an actual round travels. It's it's so damn quick and it's so damn loud. So I'd like to just throw that out there. Maybe we can send a message to the devs. Check that video out. So I just checked that video out. That's pretty cool. Kapow is for sure. <laughs> yeah, it, it brings a whole... Like, people... The the round is moving so damn fast. Um, and depending on what type of round... So anyways, uh, not to get off on a tangent. So uh, check that out. We've got the uh, uh, Heavy Battle Mech uh, Catapult Indirect Fire. It was actually really cool um, how they got their lock on, being able to lob you know rounds over... And clearly a support role when you have those LRMs. Um, then they moved on to the assault PPC hit again at 128, and lasers on arm tracked while some missed torsos. And uh, just overall, I think it was really cool that they broke it down and gave us all of the not just one, 
they weren't like total jerks and said, "Oh, here's a uh, here's a light map. We'll we'll do the medium next week." No, they gave it to us all, boom, right there, which was very cool. So we do appreciate it, devs. Um, there's a tweet chat coming up uh, very soon. I believe it's on May 16th. Uh, yep, date May 16th. Uh, the time is at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. And uh, it'll be um, obviously Twitter. And the hashtag is uh, MWO chat. So make sure, you know, we'll make sure someone's there from NGNG. I'll tell you something. Those those tweet chats, I know some people think they suck, and I'm not a big fan of Twitter myself, but that's what game devs are loving those things now. They love it because it's 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 like they can connect with so many people at the same time, and every game developer that I've worked for in the past three, four years, they're doing this. So, I mean, as much as I don't like Twitter and lots of people, other lots of other people think Twitter sucks, it's the way it's going. So if you want to stay current with game developer info, that's the way to go. Because they might say stuff on there that they'll try and take back later. <laughs> so it's always great <laughs> to keep track and, and you can shove it in their face if you really are, are passionate about something. So get out your tweeters and twit it up, I guess. Nice. Another thing is the MacWarrior Facebook page on MacWarrior Online. I should clarify because <laughs> when you say MacWarrior, well, what game? Um, 15,000 likes. Whoa. So that just means there's 15,000, no, there's like 14,500 people. That need, give us, give us a like, give us a heads up. Just Throw us a bone, people. Help us out, you know. Um, anyways, there's a few other things, but today was actually pretty unique. I thought that they had changed the sort of, you know, way they were doing things, and uh, I wasn't expecting a Wednesday release, and I was we were actually sitting here talking about stuff, getting uh, notes ready on, on our Google Doc, and all of a sudden, I loaded up MWO's website, you know, a little intro picture on the left. It was definitely a different mech, and then I saw Cicada, or as some call it, Chicada, or whatever you want to pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, cicada, cicada is the proper pronunciation. I, yeah, yeah. Cicada, I, I, say it, I say it that way, because we have the damn bugs here that are annoying as shit in North Carolina. But there's an entire like thread, I think, on how to pronounce it. and it's. Like, See, I prefer Sasada myself, but... See? You're one of those guys. You're no, jo- George is correct. Guy. So what was your impression when you saw it, Phil? You know what? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be painfully honest. It was one ugly mech to begin with. The legs, right? The yeah, legs have yeah, always just, just tripped me out. It looked like it was running backwards. It just didn't look right. I'm just saying the the original artwork, and we did see it in Mech Two, but the thing was, the thing was ugly. It was sort of like yeah. that, you know, really ugly check that you never wanted anybody or your friends to see and you know i disagree i think it looks pretty cool myself but now not that you asked and not only did it look ugly but there was no compelling reason to to take it no no and so now anyways uh george there's the original artwork there that that link you know you know what the unique thing is about the arms and how he did it it you know it's unique that fd did oh that's armor plate (laughs) there you go Thanks for correcting me. I, I I thought you guys were talking about the new version. I'm like, oh, this thing looks pretty cool. Straight What's wrong from George no, no, the old one. The old one. Wow. Yeah. That does look. <laughs> doesn't it look like it's running backwards or facing backwards or. Yeah. It, it no. It doesn't look good. No. You're right. But new one, good. And yeah, the new one know, looks awesome. 
So I think George just basically clarified one thing for all you guys out there that didn't want to see Max redone. You're fired. That, that shit is ugly. <laughs> that shit is whack, all right? Um, new one, really, really cool. Um, I'm actually interested to see it running, but it gives it a place. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a great scout mech, and, and since that's going to actually be a viable role, um, I'm sure you know upcoming scouts are pretty excited about it. I, I think it's great artwork, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be in light mechs if I can well, help it's it. A, well, no, it's a medium mech. I'm sorry, the, medium. You're right. The thing it's with it point. is, yeah, the thing with it is, is it has speed, which 129.6. Yeah, and there's other there's other ones that mix it up. Um, there's the CDA 3C, which uh, has a PPC, and obviously there's other oh, ones that have hold like on. ERPPC. I, I got a question. I'm sorry, but I have a question. You guys are now rattling off these stats. You're talking about the BattleTech one, right? Yeah, because I mean, they don't. Are you positive that for any and all of these mechs, they're going to stick to the actual oh, yeah. uh, loadouts? Oh, yeah. Have they said that? Yeah, they're they're doing it right now. All of their mechs. Okay. Uh, and so one of the things with that though is you, just like they showed in the video, you're able to take a config. And mold it to whatever your playstyle is based on the hard points and whatnot there. But the cool thing is, all the variants and different models of those variants are so unique. There will be, you know, endless combinations, ways, possibilities yeah, that you can ba- mold it. Basically, George, you start off with a with a you know a particular variant chassis, and then you can customize it. But uh, as far as most of the stats go, they, they are uh, translating them directly into the game. So this thing's going to be zippy, super fast. Yeah, and there's other ones, but uh, awesome work, FD. You took a pile of shit and turned it into a good-looking mech. So I'm just going to. And I'm, I'm reading the uh, the chat here. There've been a lot of comparisons between the Cicada and the Jenner. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? I still think the Jenner has a pretty unique look. I don't think. I mean, they're both you know medium fast mechs um it's closer to a jenner than it is to a different design you know one that has more humanoid look or whatever but uh i clearly see two distinctive mechs and And especially the jenner it's it's one of those trademark mechs and remember it is heavier so it might have more armor armor it the speed changes and then the price of the battle mech in general how much are repairs? I think all of these things are variables that we don't know. Like, would, why would you take a Jenner and not a kid? I mean, all that we don't know yet. And I think that's going to be the biggest thing is uh, repair cost and being effective. And then this definitely leads up all these battle mechs, even though the way they've done it, as far as mechs aren't being destroyed. But you throw in a, a, a um, you know planetary system like they're going to be doing, possibly down the road of multiple uh, battles four so that throws in maybe the possibility of logistics saying hey you got to bring x amount of mechs or defend with x amount of mechs and you look at price and you know risk and there's a lot of things we don't know yet but um i think it'll fall into that ballpark and i I have a feeling they'll have something up their sleeves so all right guys we're going to be moving on to interesting forum posts by the staff and basically brian posted um what to expect this week um, so we've got a few things. Ask the devs, which has already been going on, I think. Uh, Battle Mech 10, which I guess I wasn't paying attention. And then weekly screenshot. I think what's going to happen is like you'll look at Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I think that's... Are you guys seeing a pattern there as well? 
Indeed. Um, and then Garth posted all the weapons at launch. No set. So what'd you think? Th- this entire week has been pretty cool. Um, it's been the most uh, content we've had in yeah. general. It was a hell of a week. Um, and anyways, he, to, to elaborate on the weapons question, the question was, can you give us a list of weapons equipment you need, you expect a launch, or at least what you know will make it as of today? And their answer is, their answer is, wow, I can't even talk. The weapon list is every inner sphere weapon available in the time frame, and they should all be in for the launch. The following list is a weapons of equipment and blah, 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 of the timeline and time frame. And there's a lot, like, there is no LBX-2 or 5 or 20. There's an LBX-10, which follows just like the lore. Well, I thought it was very interesting that given the timeline, they are going to have the LB and the Ultras and the ERs in there. Because that no, stuff came either. after the clan invasion. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The no, 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 you're wrong. Uh, most sure? of this technology, yeah, most of this technology started, actually, a lot of it was old Star League. Now, for them redoing a lot of them and starting from the new technologies some of it was early i mean you, you got to think the great Eth legion on the time frame um goss rifle production highlighter i mean all these things pulse lasers weren't anything new it's just you didn't see any getting made because the forgotten tech yeah um yeah but that wasn't making it out to like this this stuff is going to be available to everybody that didn't happen till the clan invasion that's what they did with their time when they had the uh, clans go like the new Ilkhan, they upgraded and refit all the line units with stuff like case and ER weapons and streak launchers. That happens in the years following the clan invasion, yes. But they're still Basically, out. they become more predominant. The technology yeah. was there, it just was rare. So they're saying it existed, so it's available. So, which I think is, you know, you don't want to limit who can have what and what can have, you know, all that. So... Totally agree, uh, but the thing with it is, is price too. If it costs you an arm and a leg, and plus, I think they've said you know weapons get destroyed or whatever, and you have to replace them or whatnot. Um, plus, if you spend an arm to get it, then where are you going to put the weapon? And all right, guys, we got it. <laughs> Alex is heavy. All right, uh, we've got MechWarrior Tactics, and uh, we've got again the question from. Um, the developers and they want to know what well what do you want to know about the game and this actually forum post is up to two pages so what other well, i mean it's more prevalent now but what well, other actually i want to i want to know developers? first of all this question it's from is it from m regina or mr egina because <laughs> there's epines and i guess now there's eginas well i'm just saying they they want to know what you want to know about the game and then on top of that these guys are asking you so you have a direct source so MechWarrior Living Legends they're going to be doing the release of 5.7 in screenshots and the link for these um, basically Lear is trying to maybe not so much every day but uh, I'm just going to throw this out there you guys better know what mech that is in this the first one I'm just guessing without looking, Ryokin? Stormcrow? Yes. Um, the second uh, screenshot 
is actually pretty unique. Um, they show you the new updated HUD and something off in the distance up in the sky. I just want to—I want to point out. I just posted the link in uh, the live audience chat. That right there is an asset that Phil designed. Pretty yeah. cool looking, man. It's pretty fun to run around it, actually. Oh, and by the way, there is one discrepancy um, with the little miniature you sent me. Uh oh. Yeah, I don't know if anybody else noticed this, and I guess uh, you see. Uh, it, it's funny. You probably didn't know. Um, obviously, it was in parts. The feet are backwards. <laughs> oh, snap. No, that was a very uh, deep meaning, you know, that, that although your your feet are backwards in life, you're always looking for... No, that was a total error. I'm sorry. It, it's, it's all right. It, actually, if you didn't know, if someone didn't know the design, I mean, it looks, you know, it looks like... I'm going to let him know, though, that, that you were totally crushed. You were so excited at first, and then you noticed the feet, and you hate it, and you threw it away. This one failure totally ruins the experience for me. I'm going to go kill myself. Thank you, Darren. <laughs> Goodbye. Crew world. <laughs> so any news from uh, MechWarrior Tactical Command? Oh, did, did you hear that? No. I thought I heard a cricket. <laughs> um, okay. Question no. answered. Uh, Solaris Saltech, MechTech. Um, I know we've been saying we're going to have someone from them soon. Well, it's still going to happen, obviously. Um, I did send a message to uh, James, um, and I got a response and to the effect of, we'll get to you Fuck as soon off. as possible. No, they've got a lot <laughs> of stuff going in the background. Wow, George. We're yeah, rubbing they, off on you. Let's just say that when they, they are able to come forward, I think we'll be pleasantly surprised with whatever they have to say. So looking forward to that, Mech Tech crew. Keep up the good work. You guys do an awesome job. And the technology and stuff you're doing is pretty revolutionary in my you know okay going on to one thing before we get off here the NGNGR I'm nowhere close to being able to get off well, me either don't worry oh good I need I a need lot more visual stimulation it, yeah you need to make a lot of noise yeah cause I'm starting remember. to doze off over here I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> we'll do in a fact, role play Listening to all your voices is exactly what does the opposite for me. So thank you for that uh, new tool in my arsenal. Birth control, man. The, uh, Instead the... of thinking about baseball or, uh, you know, puppies getting hurt, I can just turn on the NGNG podcast and... Ha <laughs> Whatever. Now, you do, you think... Think, do you think we've, we've distracted Phil long enough that he's lost his train of thought? Oh, yes. That, that's I've always my goal. I've got to awesome. the Say NGNG, unit again. The NGNG art and fiction contest number two. Um, and again, we'd like to thank Harvey for doing all that. We had a date on it ending today. But what we're going to do is I'm going to extend it for another week. And we're going to do some excuse me, modifications out there because we had a few people needing a little bit more time because they didn't find out about it. All I got to say is for all the people that have entered artwork, you've got some competition. I'm not going to say who submitted stuff. Phil, are you drawing again? No, man, I do three models. I can't draw all their shit, Um, which is totally funny, right? Also on that note, uh, I believe it was Stalker. Somebody was asking me, I think it was Stalker, about the the Steam group and that they had to be invited. Now, uh, Harvey's handling this whole thing, and I guess there's some NGNG Steam group or something. I don't think so. I think so. Is there? Yeah, anyway, uh, 
I will get Harvey on it and and try and get some info from him as far as. We will crack that whip. But regardless, if you have content, if you have story content, you have picture content, whatever, uh, submit it. Regardless of the whole Steam thing, we'll get that sorted out uh, if and when you win. If wow, you guys are sounding like real media guys. Oh, we've got content. You know, <laughs> that's you know what I want to do when I Farting into a mic is not content, Phil. <laughs> Sweet, that was nice, Darren. Made me laugh. But I videoed. Taped it. Oh God! That's even five million hits in three days. Eat that. Uh, Are you that kid that was on the internet that put like firecrackers in his ass and shot him out? Was that you? Total fill. Do you watch on the internet, George? I think you just gave me information about yourself that I really don't (laughs) want to know. That was some dumbass kid put like bottle rockets and they watch this and he tried to shoot them off. Of course, they were stuck in his ass, so they didn't shoot off anything but fire into his butt. It was hilarious. Ow. Oh, another news. Um, <laughs> Going on, sorry, out on that I'm, light I'm note. I'm getting ready to have to go, and I'm like, okay. This who's, is, I can't pay attention anymore. Who, who's right, tightening their ass right now in, in anticipation of that pain? I'm not thinking of any of you in tightening. Um, no, <laughs> anyways, all right, guys. Uh, one thing before See, This we is why here. I don't talk, because I totally throw everything off. It's okay. Fucking, so our, up. Fucking with Phil record, is fun. We're almost to 500 people on Facebook. Give us a like. Give us a reach around. Give Darren a reach around. You know, give George multiple reach arounds. No, five hundred people is completion. <laughs> no, do not do that. Over <laughs> nine thousand reach arounds. Yeah, check George. Yeah. He's he's on Facebook. Give him a friend. Uh, you know, hit him up. And obviously, we'd like to thank our community and our other staff members out there helping behind the scenes. And a lot of them you don't hear about or see. And uh, we do appreciate the support. And again, the T-shirts are coming. Trust me, I'm. I literally bugged the shit out of Darren because I want a t-shirt. He is that, that voice in yeah, my head. I want I... a t-shirt. Come on. So. <laughs> Ooh, we got to get a picture of you with one. Yeah, George, you have voices in Send your head. Send me one for free. I'll, I'll definitely uh, put it on and, you know, I can take a picture Done deal. with a camera. I, I right, know guys. how a phone works. <laughs> Been a great show. Appreciate George you being on here again. Again, we'll have you, uh, you know, here in the future. Maybe even next week. Who knows? Shit happens. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I might be bored next week too. So I'll just, you know, come on back and say I'm just giving you shit. Don't, I like don't this. Let... I like the show. I like you guys. I think you're doing a good, a good service for your community out here. I mean, you know, hey, George. Who's who George. else going to talk about Mech Warrior stuff? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you trying to get a word in edgewise, Phil? Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. So let me keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> The one thing you guys don't realize is as soon as we got off recording last week, George scribbled in Wednesday and Thursday of the next week to already have off. But he, he, he just wanted to be back. But anyways, this has been your local No Guts, No Gods, the MechWare podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Philip. This is Darren. This is Greg. Until next time, employers. <laughs>